Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Tuesdays, everyone's favorite day of the week, and that means we're joined by Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Stu, welcome back. Dave, uh, thanks for having me as always. So, Stu, uh, lots of interesting stuff going on in, in, in markets, but perhaps the thing that people are focused on right now uh, is uh, earnings season for a lot of big companies in the U.S. and Canada. Is there anything that you've, you've seen thus far that surprises you, lines up with your expectation, something that's, uh, that, that's making you think differently about the way you're, you're, you're investing money? Yeah, so so far, I would say it's, uh, you know, been generally as expected. Um, uh, earnings have been, uh, you know, solid without being spectacular. You know, the issues that were well discussed around uh, supply chains and things like this for some businesses have presented themselves, while, you know, for other businesses, mainly in the financial area, things have been a little bit better. You know, the one thing that um, has been a topic of discussion that, that needs us to really think about going forward has been... Uh, the changes in the Apple App Store and their privacy uh, settings that they put in earlier in the summer. Last week, it started with uh, a Snapchat, which you know said that the impact of these uh, new privacy measures are going to really impact their ability to target advertising to certain consumers. Yeah. And it's followed through a little bit inside of Facebook as well. And what this means is, you know, when you're flipping through your Instagram feed, you know, the ads that show up for things for you to buy, if in the past they were based on all the decisions you were making, they were following where you were going, they were following a variety of things on the phone. So their ability to target those ads was quite high. That isn't quite as high, which means that people may be, you know, businesses might be a little bit less willing to advertise. Um, you know, so this has, uh, this has uh, impacts on a variety of technology related businesses. You know, if I'm uh, if I'm uh, you know a small business that uh, signs up to uh, you know Shopify or one of these platforms to sell my my product, and um, and all of a sudden it's costing me more to find a dollar of revenue because the ads aren't as targeted, you know that has some impacts on um, on that ecosystem that we have to really think through. But you know that you know that has so far it's it's really been on a more on a relatively smaller piece of the stock market. Um, but that's probably one area that's been a bit of a surprise. Yeah. And, and I guess uh, energy, materials, banking, or the financial sector, all, all those earnings have come in, you know, expected and, 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 a, and a little bit above, right? I would say so, too. Yeah. Like, so generally speaking, a pretty good earnings season. This is, uh, you know, been the one area that makes you go back and say, oh, we got to think about that one a little bit. Okay. So uh, what, something we started last week, uh, we got a lot of good feedback on, Stu was uh, the idea that we uh, over several weeks and we're, we're gonna we're gonna mix it in as we get uh, as we get periods that are a little softer in terms of news flow uh, is uh, is is sort of a, a review of the different sectors uh, in the uh, in North American markets and getting a base level view of what what makes up the sector sort of what your thoughts are what what drives the sector most, most of the time positive and negative and then sort of your view on the sector right now so uh, we started that last week. This week, we're going to go to consumer discretionary. So, Stu, what what uh, what are some of the key names? What is the consumer discretionary sector, and what are some of the key names that make up the, that sector? All right. Well, okay. So, it, consumer discretionary is almost an index in and of itself. Um, okay. You know, when you think about all the different sectors, but you know, discretionary uh, by definition means um, 
it's a little bit more economically sensitive, right? Discretionary means I could decide to spend it. I may not decide to spend it. So, you know, it does go up and down with the economy a little bit more. But inside this sector, you have things like auto stocks. So General Motors, Ford, Tesla, uh, you know, consumer durables and apparel. So uh, Nike in Canada, you have Gildan and Averant and a bunch of others. Uh, you have consumer services, which in involves hotels, gambling, uh, travel, uh, all sorts of businesses. You have restaurants, you have retailers. So you have like, uh, you know, a whole bunch of subsectors that, uh, you know, in some respects, other than uh, having consumer confidence as, a, as an important factor, they're really not related to each other. Okay, so, so you, you already touched on the, the, the economic sensitivity, but what are the times that you would be overweight or underweight this sector in, through, through the market cycle? Yeah, so generally speaking, when uh, consumer confidence is rising, uh, when wages are rising, when consumers have a fair amount of, of liquidity and pent-up demand, that's the time that you really want to be thinking about this sector. And, um, you know, some of those conditions are certainly falling into place right now as we come off, uh, you know, as we get through the Delta variant. And there's, you know, you hear a lot of bank CEOs talk about the level of deposits in people's accounts. Well, eventually those deposits hopefully will end up in the revenue lines of a lot of consumer discretionary businesses. So uh, there is certainly a period of optimism right now uh, as a backdrop for the, uh, the consumer sector. And, and then when, when, is, when is the sector going to be uh, underweight in a portfolio that, uh, that, that you'd be managing? Well, you know, you know, just like, you know, we've always uh, tried to use the notion of the long, the long nose of the stock market sniffs uh, far and ahead. So when consumer confidence hits really high levels and there's no pent up demand and everyone has bought everything that they've been thinking about for, you know, saving up for for the last 12 or 18 months, that normally means the sector is at kind of peak earnings. So when when things get to peak levels, that's when you don't want to be as, uh, as as excited about the consumer discretionary sector. And um, we kind of break we kind of break the sector into to two buckets. Um, you know, there is the the cyclical businesses, which we've just you know kind of covered off a little bit. So uh, you know, those businesses when when margins are low and depressed and uh, there's pent up demand, you know, with uh, some degree of certainty that earnings are going to get better, and that makes them interesting. And then when things get really great and multiples expand, you need to be a little bit more cautious. The other component of the consumer business is the secular growers. And those are businesses that you can have, you know, fairly long-term exposure to. And these would have been, uh, and, and, and still are to some degree, uh, you know, the, the Starbucks, uh, the McDonald's, where an investor can look at this business and say, boy, when the number of stores expand, uh, I know that profits come and those business and those stores have very high returns on invested capital. And I know that the business can finance the build out of those stores within its existing cash flow. And you get a long runway of tremendous earnings growth. Um, you know, TJX, uh, many people will be familiar with winners in Canada where, you know, you just get this very uh, long runway potential for new stores and the new stores are very profitable. And and, uh, you know, businesses like that, uh, we tend to own those just through and through. Uh, so there is, there is uh, you know, we talked about consumer being like an index on its own because of the different buckets. Sure. But then within each bucket, you have cyclical and you have more uh, secular growers. So um, so that's the way that we, th we really try and think about it. Okay. And, and, and then so if, if you look at where we're sitting right now, as you already referenced, you know, there, there, there's, there, there is money in people's pockets. We're, we're seeing... Um, 
stronger uh, consumer confidence. So is this a time where you're, where you're a little overweight, this sector? Yeah, this, uh, it's, this is a positive time for this, uh, this sector, all things considering right now. Um, you know, unemployment is, is likely to improve in the next year. Uh, cash balances are high, so people have money to spend. There's some pent-up demand. There's some meaningful changes in uh, how people are spending money. Uh, you know, people wanting uh, 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 an electric uh, car versus maybe what they did traditionally. There's a whole bunch of things that uh, you know are presenting themselves to consumers. Changing habits are always good for for uh, increased consumption. So uh, you know we're reasonably positive on the sector right now. So uh, yeah, this is a sector that uh, if I just look around my own house, I'm always positive on because my uh, my <laughs> wife and daughters are uh, they always seem to have money to spend and they're uh, they're out spending it. So uh, interesting review of the sector. And again, what we're doing with these these sector reviews, just getting a very straightforward. You know. What are they? Who's in there? When do you overweight? When do you underweight? So when 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 does the 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 economic backdrop favor these industries? And then kind of the positioning that uh, that Stu would have right now. So we hope you enjoy these. We're going to go through uh, many many more as we move through the next uh, next few months. Uh, Stu, thank you again. Very enlightening uh, on a uh, on a really important sector right now. Great. Thanks, Dave. And uh, good to talk. Thanks for having me as always. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.